everyone. Welcome to the Renaissance Project, a Black girls movement. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Chase Clark, and I'm thrilled to have you join me on this journey of liberation and conversation. Hi, family, and welcome to the surprise bonus episode in which we'll be continuing our Chase Your Dream series. This episode will be a bit different because it's only me. No guests, no games, just real talk. Can I be honest with you? I was unsure about the way that I wanted to do this episode because I didn't know what I could really say to portray how I felt about chasing your dreams. I realized, like most things, the answer was already written out for me, specifically on January 17th. On January 17th, I felt I found myself in a confusing position about creativity, entrepreneurship, and even chasing my dreams. And I wanted to share that with you. In my letter, I wrote, Dear Chase, creativity is the most beautiful thing I think a person can possess. It moves me to tears to see a body of work that one has poured their soul into, so much so that you see them and their art. Today, as I watched Hamilton and countless music videos, I came to a few conclusions. Number one, everyone won't always appreciate good art. I often sit and find myself frustrated at the amount of art and artists that are tremendously underrated, myself included. Anything that is good, it feels as if society kind of pushes it away. And this can be quite discouraging to an artist, and we see that in the cases of R.A. Lennox and Tayana Taylor. When an artist feels that they are not getting the proper accolades to reflect their work, it can be incredibly disheartening and can even move some to want to quit. Don't get me wrong, you shouldn't be moved by whether or not people pay attention, but I think we would all be remiss to say that we don't take our peers' opinions into consideration a little bit. Number two, keep creating no matter how much time passes. Most artists don't create their masterpiece until they are late in age. This generation especially, with the introduction of social media, will have you think that everything must be accomplished as soon as possible, when in actuality you have time. Yes, I can agree that you never know when God is going to call you home, but I think we can also agree that God has a plan, and his will will be done whether we like it or not. If you just allow yourself to trust in the higher being, you will find peace in creating at your own pace. If you happen to find your lane and are ready to take off, do so, but never feel pressure to rest the process. The time that you try to skip over in one area will manifest itself in a different area, and usually an undesirable one. Last thought. Fulfill yourself. Though it's a bleak thought, when your life ends, it'll only be you and your creator. I'd hate for you to have wasted your life trying to please and appease others for the majority of it. Don't live someone else's dream for you. Most often than not, that's not even the plan that God had set for you. As we stated in the first principle, living a life totally uninterested in public opinion is virtually impossible. However, you can make consistent efforts to fulfill yourself in everything you do. The only person you have to impress in this world is you. The only being you should fear is the one that created you, because in the end, that's all you're going to have to hold on to. This was my letter, January 17th. In a more recent letter, I found myself angry and annoyed at the state of chasing my dreams. I felt like I had been working so hard, staying up late, creating new things, reading, writing, studying, only to get a half reception. I felt like Tayana, 
I felt like Ari and so many other great artists who I slept on. I feel like there was an ocean of support when this began and each month, each week, each day, that kind of evaporated into a pool of a few. I was ready to quit. I was thinking if they don't support this fully, then I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to produce anything anymore. I don't want to write anything anymore. I don't want to create polls. I don't want to do questions. And I kept asking myself, why don't people believe in me and support me consistently? And I thought that I wasn't doing enough. I fell into a hole of work and I worked and I worked and I worked even more, hoping that one day someone would take notice and begin to like, comment, share anything one more time. And my reality did not meet my expectation. And truthfully, I felt like a bit of a failure. I found myself searching for more things to do. I had to get that next hit of validation, that feeling of love and camaraderie, because that's what I based success in. So I worked and 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 I worked some more. Up until recently, when I figured that I'm not invincible, you know, and I had to stop for a bit and I had to pause. And it really made me question kind of everything which was an awkward place for me to be in because I'd never been there before. But that's the harsh reality of chasing your dreams. It won't always be pretty, and time and time again, you'll get frustrated, tired, and sometimes downright mad. But I hope this is a sign to keep going no matter what. Now, most people, actually, <laughs> maybe not, but I really enjoy listening to sermons. Um, one, because I'm a Christian and I like to hear what the preachers have to say, but I also just think they're really beautiful in the way that they're set up. So after one of my favorite preachers, I have modeled this little spiel after Mike Todd. So he usually gives about three, four points that he really wants to drive home. And today I have three to speak to. Sometimes it gets hard. Sometimes I get mad and fulfill myself. So those are my three points. And I'm going to start with sometimes it gets hard. You know the quote, anything worth having is going to take hard work. Sometimes the work is so hard, though, you sit there and you just say, is this really even worth it? One thing in my life, other than, you know, chasing my dreams, of course, has been school. School has always been something that's been pretty hard, probably always will be. And at times, and especially within this year, it's been so many moments where I've just been like, oh, is this even really worth it? And sometimes it gets <laughs> physically hard to just get up sometimes and even want to log on to class and to learn about stuff that doesn't really interest me. It, it gets difficult. But then I take a step back and I think about all the things that I want from my life and all the things that I have now. I think about my fabulous Italian 70s home with a cream and copper kitchen with my big stone fireplace in the woods, secluded, of course. <laughs> I think about my production company and the kids who aren't here and hopefully won't be here for a long time. <laughs> and I think about my little brother and how I want to give him everything and, and my parents I want to give them everything and I think about all of those things and that just gives me motivation to keep going even when it gets hard and life gets hard especially when you have to struggle I guess to live up to the expectation that you have for yourself yeah that can get hard 
And sometimes when I don't meet that expectation, I get really mad. <laughs> I guess mad is a more upscale word to just being frustrated. I, I get frustrated a lot because, I mean, when you think to yourself, who really wants their work to be underappreciated, you know? I think about some of the music artists we talk about today and we talk about how they're underrated, underappreciated, and I just sometimes wonder how that makes an artist feel to be labeled that way. You know, sometimes artists is like, yeah, I love being underappreciated because I'm the underdog. It makes me work harder. But I mean, at the end of the day, I don't really think anybody <laughs> wants to be labeled as underrated or underappreciated. I mean, you work, you stay up, you promote. And really half the time, all you ask for people to do is like repost or share. And sometimes they don't even do that. And it can really leave me feeling like, well, dog, I put the I put the bar at the at the bottom and you couldn't even reach that. You know what I mean? And that really makes me upset just because I know that I'm a supportive person. I love to support my friends and even people I don't know. Anything I can do to help, I'll do. So I kind of do take it personally when other people don't do the same. And that's when this quote comes to mind. Not everybody has the same heart, mind, and soul capacity as you. You can't expect huge heart actions from people who don't have the capacity. Think about it. There's a reason rooms have a certain capacity. Because the person who built the room knows that there's only so much that one room can withstand. Same with people. Each person, like a room, is built different. Each person has a separate capacity to how much they can hold. And it would be naive of us to expect that an elevator is going to hold as much as an arena. I said all that to say, place your hopes in things that are stable, no matter the capacity. God is stable. Art is stable. Love is stable. This is what I have to remember, even when I get a bit annoyed that others don't match my capacity to give, support, or love. One other thing that rooms have, especially elevators, are weight limits. You cannot expect that little old pulley of a friend to be able to hold the weight of your dreams. I think about those old pulleys from the movies, you know, how they would get like a pail and like have to pull it up like that. But say if you went to like Drake's mansion, right? And you put the weight on your dream on that baby, I think you might be able to stay solid. That goes back to my first point in saying, don't get mad when you put the weight of your dreams on a pulley and it falls through. Find your Drake elevator friend and it will support you because it has space, weight, time, love, and build to support. Not only will it support, but it's going to end up taking you somewhere, hopefully up. Put your weight on solid things, solid people, solid God, and you may stumble, but the room may shake, but you'll never fall, and I promise you won't be mad anymore. My name is Chase Clark, and I'm chasing my dreams by waking up and being an overall boss every single day. Props to my parents. This is my letter. This is my life. I love y'all. Love Chase. Thank you for tuning in to the Renaissance Project, a Black girls movement. Want to join the combo? Contact me via Instagram at the Renaissance P R J C T, or you can email me at the Renaissance P R J T at gmail.com. If you feel led to donate, you can do so by sending your funds to dollar sign Chase AC7 on Cash App. It is not required, but definitely encouraged. That's all from me. I hope to see you next Thursday. Until then, be well.